So today I want to talk about what if. I'm gonna, what if everything you want is on Cormac is on the other side of the fear you've got. Because the fear of what if is um it's probably the biggest controlling tool that used against people. You know, we're we're always we always fear doing what we want to do simply because the stories we have told ourselves for the last God knows how many years has come to the point where we're, where it holds us back and prevents us from taking the action we need. Now, I'm seeing this more and more and more. I think actually the effects of lockdown and the effects of COVID in the, the last 15 months has maybe affected people more so than they actually occur to re- recognise and occur to realise. And it's, as a coach, as someone who's like exposed to numerous people on a daily basis, I see trends, I see habits, and I see similarities in people's behaviours. Even though for every single person that comes in, the story they're telling me as to why they can't do this and why they can't lose weight and why they can't build a body and whatever it is, to them it's very personal, it's very real, and it's individual. Me as the coach, stepping back and sort of seeing the wood for the trees, I'm seeing the patterns in everyone else's stories. And um, this one really came to me... Because uh, I've got a very good friend who trained with me. He's trained on and off for a number of years. And at the moment, he's like, I've told him, I've opened up to him, said I'm not going to mention his name, and he knows I love him to bits, and that I'm talking about him here out of concern. He really has got to the point where it's maybe 10 years of life left on his current path, his current trajectory. And the weight's piled on him. His mobility's not great, and he's young. But... The overwhelm of the journey ahead of him is preventing him from from taking the step he needs to take to change it. And he's like he's like so many people I'm I'm coming into contact with. This fear, you know, we would he tries. I like I brought it all right. I'll read it. He tries. He gets overwhelmed, and then he finds excuses to not do it, even though. He knows deep down that he um he should do this, he needs to do this. His fear is holding him back and he believes almost that he's the only person experiencing the fear and the pain that he's going through. And in a way he's right here. He is the only person experiencing what he's experiencing. But the the effects of what he's experiencing, the, the, the feelings he's getting, the they're very common. So many people are going through the same principle, same problems. Maybe slightly differently in different facet of life, but the 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 patterning is still there. And when we start realizing this, and we start realizing that when you allow yourself to be overwhelmed, when you when you allow life to overwhelm you, you've still got a choice of do I remain here or do I take action? And regardless of what you choose, regardless of what the reason is you're choosing for for choosing the choice you make. You're still choosing. If you choose not to do anything, if you choose the, the familiar path, even though you know that the life you're the, the current lifestyle you've got is bringing you down a path you don't want to go, but because it's familiar, it is less intimidating than the changes you need to make. Well, then you're choosing to remain there. You're choosing long term pain, or sorry, long term suffering over short term pain, because change is painful. It's 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 no. There's no doubt in this world that. The fear of change, the fear of your habits being moved around so you're, you're going to do things differently. That 
even though logically as a as a 40 year old man or whatever you're thinking this shouldn't be a big deal irrationally subconsciously it's a massive deal and that's why so many of us try to or try to change our bodies try to change our lifestyle habits try to change our diet fail because the, the old habits that we've created over god knows how many years start kicking back in again when stress starts building and that sort of story starts manipulating our own actions and then before we know it we've gone back their old ways and we're blaming ourselves and we're telling ourselves another another story of why you're not good enough and why we're not good enough and why we can't do this and why everyone's better than you and it's a sad way to live and it's it's that it's it's a real pandemic do you know the 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 levels in in the north of ireland like the the levels of suicide especially among among young men it's frightening and there has to be a direct correlation direct relationship between the suicides happening and how they're interacting in society and how society's treating them and how they where they feel their place is in society and this is why for me this is why something like training sports um martial arts whatever boxing it's crucial for people's well-being that that having that avenue that place where you can go and just let off steam and not be the person, not be the mum, not be the dad, not be the get the boss, but just be the real authentic you. And for for an hour, an hour a few times a week, you're giving yourself permission just to focus on you and do what you want to do. That to me is is one of the biggest things that you can do for that for your health and for your well being that so many people avoid. Because when we go to the gym, sadly, we're being conditioned look at look at look at facebook you're watching me on instagram you're watching me on social media we've been conditioned that we we can't relax we can purr ourselves so if i walk into if you walk into the gym for the first time automatically people start judging you start judging yourself against others is that person fatter than me is that person bigger than me is that person stronger than me am i the fattest here am i the weakest here we automatically build up these stories and we focus on the negatives instead if you've just taken your first step in the gym and you've you, you know, it's taking you a long time to get there. Well, that's evidence that you're ready in the steps, the process of changing. You've taken what, the biggest step you, you need to take. The first step you take is walking to the gym. For a lot of people, that's a massive, massive uh, thing to get over. So when you get there, it should be, there. there's actual tangible evidence for you, you that you're there, that, you know, this is something that you've done that, that's, that's taken courage and it's it's now your first step towards changing yourself. In fact, you have changed because the old you wouldn't have done this. So the simple fact that you're doing this now means there's already a new you on the way. And this is something that I think we need to focus on. Do you know, what if you walked into the gym and instead of telling yourself you're not good enough, you you, you, you praise yourself? Because you, when you think about it, how easy is it, is it for you to tell others and tell yourself how shit you are or something? But... To tell yourself you're good, to tell yourself, to tell others you're proud of your achievements, to tell that they ver- verbalize and vocalize that you've achieved something that you didn't believe and you should be proud of that. A lot of people shy away from that. It's it feels like you know you're being you're boasting or you're maybe in the north where we're conditioned. Ireland's a very repressed society. Maybe it's like you feel you've been conditioned throughout your years to not be proud of yourself, not to boast. Like it's it seems to be arrogance, but. The reverse should be true than putting yourself down. But we find it very easy to talk negative ourselves. We find it very easy to berate ourselves and find reasons as to why we're not good enough. 
but we had, but there's no balance there. It's fine to listen. Owning your shit, it's something I'm big about, is fine. It's good. You should be, if you know you're not achieving the goals you know you can achieve, you should be hard on yourself. But likewise, if that's the way you're going to be and you're going to be hard on yourself when you're not doing the things you're doing, when you do do them, you should be praising yourself. You should be finding reasons to motivate yourself to keep going. My, my, my mate, all he focused on was how tragic the workout was, how limited his mobility is, how hard he found all the exercises. But the truth is, and I told him the truth is, what else, is he, what else can he expect when for the last 15 months his entire life has been very sedentary? There's been eating foods for comfort. You know, they, they, we, 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 no, people don't do drugs. People don't uh, over drink, over indulge in food because they're happy. It's, it's an addiction. We, we, there, there's, there's, we're living a worldwide addiction. Do you know, of drugs, cocaine, marijuana, fucking A's and acid and there's drink and there's alcohol and then there's food and there's all these different things that so many people are addicted to and we just take it as normal day life because it's so prevalent in society. We just take it as normal. But a lot of us are functional alcoholics because... We're using the drugs, we're using the drink, we're using the weekend as a means of escaping what it is we're not happy about. And we don't seem to recognise that the, that these addictions that we've got stem from internal belief systems. That how we how we think about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, is has a direct relation on what we put what we do to ourselves and what we put into ourselves. And the mate is at that point where food is an addiction and it's not benefiting them. But he can't seem to get himself out of there. Now, do I have the answer for him? No, I don't. Because one of the problems is, in my, from what I see, is a lot of people join gyms in the hope that they're going to that the gym is going to give them the the answer to their problems. But as a coach, I can't do the work for you. And people need to realise this. You can't blame the gym. You can't blame the trainer. Well, maybe sometimes you can, but in the most part you can't. If you've been to four or five, six gyms, had four or five, six PTs, and you've went on the same sort of journey, well, then the only common denominator there is you. So maybe instead of blaming other people and blaming the situation, you need to take a step back and meditate on what is the real reason. What, what is it what is really holding you back? Because you'll probably find for most of these that... If you give yourself time and the, um and put the energy into the thinking and being critical about your thoughts, it's going to be traced back to your childhood. There's going to be something that inner child inside of you is going to be screaming. It's going to be the inner child acts irrationally. So many of us and so many times I've heard this conversation and I've felt it myself. So I'm talking from experience, where the forty four year old rational adult is going, what the fuck? Why did I get on? Why did I lose my temper like that? Why did I react like that? Why did I turn to that? I know I don't want this. This isn't this isn't this isn't one with the goals I want. So why is it that I'm always going back to that? And the truth is it's because you haven't dealt with the trauma that you experienced in it as a child. And that inner child still lurks inside your subconscious, still still take in, in emotional states and in, in, in the environment that's you're not in control of and you're feeling threatened. That inner child comes out and reacts and starts taking over your actions, leading to you always getting what you've always got. And the only way you're going to be able to change that is through ayahuasca. <laughs> no, but ayahuasca does help. I'm not joking. Like I did find it massively helpful. I'm always joking about that now. But the when you, when you come to terms 
with your inner child and you come to terms with the change that need to happen and you accept that in this journey of change you are going to regress and that regression doesn't mean failing it's just like maybe another lesson of learning how not to do something then you're starting to free yourself from the control of the thoughts that that they're that have taken over your life and you're going to maybe be on your first step to actual change and then you can open up a question what if you succeed what what if what if this is the way to go way forward what if this time is the time that you achieve the goal you want to achieve but because but so many people are still in that thought pattern it's like there's no point there's no point i've just tried so many times that they're never they're never even committing to the program from day one because in the back of their mind they're already feeling it's, it's breaking my heart to see so many people he's a very he's, he's one of my closest friends i love him the pits and it breaks my heart to see him in that position where his mindset is so so far withdrawn from his from realizing he can achieve this goal that he just wants to give up on himself yeah as, as like i said the ayahuasca has changed me it's put it's put my it's put my thought process to a different place and i see things differently now i suppose because i've experienced it and once you experience something it changes your perspective but it has opened my eyes as a coach to seeing so much trauma and so much so much fear in adults and society like the where we how we're living today is not helping anyone achieve greatness you know we're not we're not going to achieve the goals we want to achieve living currently the way we are currently living but yeah something to think on just ask yourself what if what if you succeed? what if you what if you just dropped that story what if you just committed to the process what if you just trusted the trainer you're with what if you just give it a chance and decided that regardless of how many times you fall back, you're not going to quit. You're going to get back up on the horse and you're going to keep going. And you fall off again, you're going to get back up. What if? It's a good question to ask yourself. Anyway, that's my wee ramble today. I haven't been on for a while. So I'll speak to you later on, folks.